0: welcome to this series of bible lessons on the new testament in these 42 lessons we will teach the history of the lord jesus as delivered to us in the four gospels we will start with the days that led up to christ's humble birth in bethlehem we will then look at his blessed ministry his suffering his death and resurrection His humble life on earth concludes with his ascension. And after this, the blessed outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Lastly, we will teach the calling and ministry of the greatest evangelist that ever lived, Paul the Apostle. These last lessons are taught from the Book of Acts and include Paul's missionary journeys. sure to use the lesson guide with questions and knowledge exercises presented with these lectures. We hope these lessons are a blessing to you. Thank
1: you. In lesson 23 of our Bible study on the life and the ministry of Christ, we wish to study the signs of the times which you may find recorded in Mark 13 and Matthew 24. And then in part two, the wise and the foolish virgins, which you may find recorded in Matthew 25. So in Mark 13 and Matthew 24, we see Jesus teaching his disciples about the signs of the times, the last days. Jesus is in Jerusalem for the Passover And he is sitting near the temple with his disciples. And then he points to the temple and he says to his disciples that the temple will be destroyed, that the time will come that there will not be one stone left upon another. Then the disciples ask him, when will this be? What sign can you give me, give us? And then Jesus begins to tell them about the signs of the last days. And he begins with the first one, Uh, there will be uh, false Christs. There will be many who call themselves Christ or are false prophets of Christ. And uh, they uh, will then uh, be uh, trying to convince people uh, to follow them. He says there will also be wars and rumors of wars. He says one nation will rise against another. But he uh, tells his uh, disciples, he says, do not be afraid uh, because these are the signs of my coming. Uh, You uh, must see them as uh, the fulfilling of God's counsel before the day of glory. And then he says, there will also be earthquakes and famines and pestilences and persecution will increase. And we would say all of these things have been happening throughout all the ages. But yet we must be honest and say all of these things have been increasing uh, through the ages. Uh, We see uh, pestilences that we never saw before. We think only of the scourge of AIDS in the world today. We think of the increasing persecution against Christians throughout the world. All of these are signs of the last days. And Jesus goes on and he says, And love will wax cold. That will be a serious sign as well. But then Jesus again says, They are the signs of his coming uh, that he will come on the clouds to judge the quick and the dead. And then God's uh, people uh, must not be afraid, but they must rather be looking forward for that day, because that is when Christ will receive his full glory. But then uh, Jesus goes on and he says, but... After this, uh, there will be a time of tribulation, of oppression. It will be as if Satan is let loose, and Satan will go about seeking to destroy the Christian church. And then a love will wax cold. Brother will betray brother. A father will betray his sons. All of these are signs that uh, the tribulation of persecution. And then the Christians will have to flee, flee into the mountains. Uh, They will not be able uh, to live in the midst of society. Uh, They will be captured and they will be brought before judges. And then Jesus says, and then they do not have to uh, worry about what to say because the Spirit will give them the words uh, to speak. And then uh, Jesus says that those days of tribulation, uh, they will be shortened. Yes, the tribulation in this world is but 10 days, it says. And then eternal glory. It will be shortened for the elect's sake. Uh, so that Jesus says it is only because of my people uh, that I will watch over them. And then the time comes, after that time of tribulation, that Jesus will come. He says, then the sun will be darkened, the stars will fall from the sky, and then the Son of Man shall come upon the clouds of heaven with all power and all glory. And he will come with his angels, and he will send them forth, with the sound of a trumpet, uh, to gather first the elect and to bring them in, and that is uh, what the last day will be, when Jesus then gathers His people and brings them in before uh, the the world is destroyed, and then Jesus uses a simple parable uh, to give them a sign to instruct them. He says, look at a fig tree. He says, when you see a fig tree and the branches are tender and you see the buds and the leaves coming forth, then you know that summer is at hand. He says, and so it is with the signs as they are being fulfilled. They are telling us that the time is at hand. But, he says, the day of Jesus coming on the clouds, no man knoweth. No, not the angels, not even the Son of Man, but only the Father. And then, he says, it will be like the days of Noah. The people were eating and drinking. Uh, They were marrying and giving in marriage. Uh, They were living on as if they would live forever. And suddenly, suddenly, then Noah enters the ark, and God closed the door, and then the judgment came. And so that last day will come as a thief in the night, and then he warns his disciples, watch and be ready. That is also the warning for you and for me. When we look around the world today, We see so many signs being fulfilled. Oh, then we may almost be afraid that we are in that time of tribulation and oppression. Oh, we do not know what that day will be like. But Jesus does say, watch the signs of the times they speak, and they are telling us that the day is at hand. Oh, watch and pray and be ready that is the warning for us. And then Jesus goes on to explain this further in the parable of the wise and the foolish virgins, which you may find in Matthew 25. Because then he says, there are ten virgins, and they have gone out to meet the bridegroom. There will be a wedding feast uh, then the bridegroom will come to get his bride. And so uh, these uh, virgins have gone uh, to wait for the coming of the bridegroom. But five of these uh, virgins are wise. Uh, they have uh, taken their lamps and oil in their lamps. But five of these uh, virgins are foolish. Uh, they have taken lamps, but no extra oil. And they sat and waited, and the bridegroom did not come yet. And so they slumbered, and they slept. Yes, all ten of them were sleeping. When the call came, the bridegroom cometh, make ready. And then they awoke, and they lit their lamps. But the five wise virgins, had oil to put in their lamps, but the five foolish, their lamps had gone out and they had no oil." When we think of the lamps and the oil, uh, then we have to think that the lamps are God's word and the oil is the grace of God in the heart. And then those foolish virgins asked the wise, give us of your oil. Uh, then we can light our lamps. Uh, But the wise virgins say, no, we cannot give you of ours because then all of us will have too little. And so they say, go into the city and buy some oil and then you will have oil as well and we will have enough. And while these five foolish virgins uh, go to buy oil, Then the bridegroom comes, and he takes the five wise virgins with him into the house, into the chamber, and he closes the door. Oh, then the foolish virgins return, and they come to the door, and they knock on the door. But then the bridegroom says, I know you not. Go ye away." And there we see the difference between the five wise and the five foolish. Uh, because the wise were ready. Yes, they were sleeping, but they were ready. They had grace in their heart. They had oil for their lamps. But the foolish, they were sleeping without that grace. And for them, it was forever too late, because when the door is shut, they will not be able to enter in. Or oh, then Jesus goes on, and he tells another parable of a man traveling to a far country to explain what it will be when the Son of Man comes. And he says, this man had servants, and before he left, he gave his servants talents talents to use. And he gave unto one five, and to another two, and to another one. And then he went traveling, and the servants used their money. The five, The one with five talents went and traded, and he earned another five talents. The, the one with two talents used his talents and earned another two talents. But the one who had only received one talent went and digged a hole and buried that talent. Now, when the master came back, he calls his servants to ask them what they have done with the talents. And then the one with five talents comes and shows him that he has earned another five talents. And then he is commended Then the master says, Good and faithful servant, you will be Lord over many. Enter ye into the glory of the Lord. And likewise to the one with two talents. But then he calls the one with one talent, and he comes to his master and he says, Here is your talent. I knew that you were a hard master, and I was afraid of you, and therefore I buried this talent so that I could give it back to you. And then the Lord became angry with him, and he says, you a wicked and slothful servant, you should have at least given it for usury so that I would have got the interest on it. But because you wasted my talent, You dug a hole and did nothing with it. Therefore, I will take that talent from you and you will be cast out forever into that pit of eternal darkness. And so the warning comes to you and to me as well. What are you doing with the talents that God has given? Are we using them uh, to earn more talents, to bring honor and glory uh, to the King? And then when the Son of Man comes, he will separate the sheep from the goats. Another parable that Jesus uses uh, to describe what it will be that last day when the angels come and they separate the sheep and the goats. They bring the elect in and they will sit on the right hand of the Lord. And they will be called Blessed of the Father. And they shall inherit the kingdom of God. And why will they? Well, Jesus says that in his parable. Uh, because he says, uh, they fed the hungry. When he was a hungered, they gave him food. When he was sick, uh, they gave him, uh, visited him. And they will ask, but Lord, when did we see you hungry? Or when did we see you sick? And Jesus then says, as much as you have done this to one of the least of mine, to one of my children, you have done it to me. And so we are called to serve God by doing good to our neighbor. Because then he calls the goats, those that are cast to the left side. And he says, depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire. I was hungered and you gave me no food. I was sick, and you didn't visit me. And then those will ask, But Lord, when did we see thee, sick or hungry? And he will say, If you did not do it to the least of these of my children, then you did not do it to me. And therefore, you will be cast out, because you have not been Obedient to my command to love God above all and your neighbor as yourself. Oh, what a warning for you and me that we must be prepared. We must have oil in the lamp. We must have grace in the heart. Shall we be one of God's sheep? Shall we ever inherit that kingdom of God? will be through grace and grace alone. Thank
0: you.